0: All right, just a quick heads up before this episode gets going. If you, th- This episode's about Avengers Endgame. It's a really focused topic, a very nerdy, geeky topic about Avengers Endgame. So if you're not into the Marvel Cinematic Universe or Avengers, if you don't want to hear about the movie, then I'd recommend just skipping this episode and going back and listening to an old one or just waiting until next week. So... Just giving you the heads up now, if you don't want to waste 27 minutes, if you're not interested in this topic, I'll I'll give you permission to pass on this one. Anyway, enjoy the episode. Hello everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Opinion Central. Now it has been a good while since the last episode, it's been a little over a month actually. And I'm not going to get into too deep of the reasons on why, but to just sum it up, I was finishing track and school and all that fun stuff, but now I'm good back on track, back to podcasting. So you can be expecting, hopefully expecting consistent episodes. Once again, already have a few pre-recorded for the next couple of weeks. So hopefully we can stay on track this time. Now that we don't have school and track being annoying and taking up my time. Anyway, today we are going to be talking about Avengers, Avengers Endgame. I I said on the last episode how I was going to review it and talk about it, so that's what I'm going to do. And by now I'm hoping, or I'm going to assume that you've all seen the movie, and if you haven't, you probably don't care to see it. So I'll say it right now, I'm only going to say it once. There's going to be spoilers in this episode, so if you don't want to hear any spoilers... Do not listen. If you don't care, then listen right away. Right away. All right. So I'm going to start off by just stating where Infinity War left off and how Endgame picked up. So Infinity War, at the end of Infinity War, Thanos, he snaps his fingers, making 50% of the population disappear across the entire universe. And he escapes, and everyone, they, they failed. They lost. They did not beat the bad guy. And then once Endgame comes around, it it starts you off right right where it left off. Nick Fury at the end in the end credit scene of Infinity War. He pages Captain Marvel while she shows up. Tony Stark he is he's in his ship with Nebula for for about like twenty days, and Captain Marvel just brings them back to Earth. And then they go find Thanos on his planet. He's like, "I destroyed the stones. They're gone now." And so they kill Thanos, but they can't do anything about. it. There's no. Going back, you can't bring the people back because the stones are gone. So they're they have to live with this. They have to move on. And so then there's a five year time jump, and I'm I am skipping out on a lot of details. I'm just telling you what you need to know. There's a five year time jump, and at at the five year time jump, Ant Man, if any of you remember, in Ant Man in the Wash, he goes into like the quantum realm, and so time's really different there, and his Quantum realm, realm machine is reactivated after five years and he pops out and he doesn't know that half the world is gone and all this type of stuff. So he goes to the Avengers and is like, Hey, I have a solution. Use the quantum realm. We time travel and prevent the events that happened five years ago. So they do that. They get Tony Stark, who now has a kid. He, he, he married Pepper Potts, Gwen Paltrow and has a kid and you know, everybody they've kind of moved on. But now they're getting all back together, and they're they're ready to go at it again, trying to take down Thanos with time travel. And so they do the time travel. And I have a lot of problems with the time travel, but in the moment when I'm watching the movie, it's really cool to see because they go back to specific events in which in which we've seen in other movies. So their plan is to go back in time to events where the Infinity Stones were around and retrieve them so they can bring them back to the future snap half of the exist half of the population back into existence and then they're gonna have to go back in time to put the stones back where they found them or it causes like an alternate reality really confusing but that's what they're that's their game plan and they do it and it's really cool because they go to new york in 2012 with the original avengers they go to asgard and thor the dark world so they try to shine some light on one of the worst MCU movies, whatever they go to the one of the, one of the best parts they go to when Peter Quill was getting the original, the purple infinity. So I don't know which one it was, but it was the purple one. And he's like dancing through the planet. And it's a really funny scene when he has his headphones on. He's he's, he's listening to that song that they play at the beginning of the gardens of the galaxy. And then it cuts to him just singing it with uh, war machine and, I forget who else, but they were observing him singing the song, and it's just really funny. They the, the, the movie had a lot of good comedic parts, really really funny jokes. But they get all these stones back, and then to get the soul stone, as it was with Thanos, you had to get rid of someone you loved. And conveniently, Black Widow and Hawkeye were the two to go to this planet, the soul stone planet, whatever it was. And that's the there's a lot of extremely lucky coincidences in this movie. I've, I've realized that. So the fact that Black Widow and Hawkeye were the ones to go to this Soulstone planet, and they didn't know you had to sacrifice one you loved. They knew that when Thanos came out of that planet, Gamora wasn't with them, but they didn't know you had to love you know, a person or whatever. And so it's super convenient that those are the only two Avengers that like have a true connection. And then when you think about it, just the fact that it, it, it it's just the fact that those were the two to go there. And then if, if someone, if another pair was sent there, what, what are they going to do? They, they just lose. So it was just super convenient, I guess, just easy, easy s- script writing there. And so everyone gets a soul stone uh, or Hawkeye gets a soul stone. I'm sorry about that. And Black Widow dies. She, she sacrifices herself for, for Hawkeye so he can get the soul stone. Then they all get back to, to 2023. Like I said, jump five years ahead. So they're back in 2023. They get the stones and they're, they create a gauntlet. Iron Man creates like an Iron Man hand gaunt, gauntlet that Hulk puts on it. And it's professor Hulk. So it's like Bruce Banner and Hulk and you merge them together. You get professor Hulk. I wasn't crazy about it, but it's what they did. And so he's the only one powerful enough to snap everyone back into existence. And so he puts on this gauntlet, it morphs around his hand, forms onto his hand, he sn- and and right when he puts, on, puts it on his hand, his whole arm just starts burning up. It's it's like, it's just getting charred, turning black, and it's really gross. He does the snap, and they're like, oh, did it work, blah, blah, blah. And while this is all happening, Nebula, so this was another weird, weird plot device they used where when updated 2023 nebula went back in time her brain or whatever connected with past nebula and then they tracked down thanos and old nebula tracked down new nebula they captured her they switched bodies with old nebula so old nebula actually went back to the future instead of new nebula and then she did this thing where thanos's ship from the past would fly into the future present it's really it, it yeah it, it's a lot but essentially thanos's ship comes out of the time machine from 2014 and he's ready to fight this and it, and it's a giant ship and this ship has the whole army from the original avengers along with doubt th- like thousands of other creatures that fight on his side and so he he Blows up this Avengers headquarters, surprisingly not killing anybody who was present there. And then Thor, and Iron Man, and and Captain America, they get up and they they walk uh, up on top of the debris and they just see Thanos chilling there. And they're they're getting ready to fight. And I I got really t- really quick talk about Thor. What they did with Thor, they they kind of made it they made it so that once he realized they failed after you know killing Thanos and all that was unsuccessful he kind of went down a path where he gained a lot of weight and so in the movie he has this huge beer belly the entire time and i i didn't like it i i thought it was kind of you know he's a god he he's the god of thunder you'd you'd think that thor's metabolism would just be like all oh, food that doesn't and and even in the the thor movies he he does eat a lot so i feel like he shouldn't have I, I just felt like that was a stupid decision to give him the beer butt, beer, not beer butt, beer gut. But other than that, that Thor was still really funny in the movie, so can't complain too much. But Thor, Iron Man, and Captain America start fighting Thanos, and Thanos he knows because he's seen like ne- the new Nebula's vision or. or projector out of her eyes he he, seems, he saw what happened in the future so he knows oh I've won and they're trying to reverse it so he's going to try to his new plan is to get the stones again and then snap everything out of existence so the world so the whole universe can just rebuild because his philosophy was well I've realized that snapping half of existence half of the people out of existence doesn't work because the other half just grieves on it so I have to get rid of everybody so there's no way to grieve that's his ideology So he's going to try to retrieve the stones a second time to snap again, get rid of everybody. And that that was the other thing I was wondering with the snapping. I'm pretty sure the gauntlet, whatever you will, you just snap it and it works because Thanos and Infinity War, he snaps and then half the population disappears. Bruce Banner snaps, they all come back. Now Thanos wants to snap and do something completely different. And then there's another snap that... I also think does something completely different. So I think it's all a will thing where, oh, I want a dozen of glazed donuts. Do I just snap and they pop up? I don't know. It. I don't know if the directors explained that in an interview or something, but the snap is really, I'm not too sure how that works, but it's it's interesting. Anyway, so Iron Man, Thor, and Captain America are all fighting Thanos, and it gets to a point where Thor's about to get stabbed by this Thanos dagger dual dagger, Darth Maul machete thing. And then you just see Thor's hammer. Thor gets his hammer from when they go to the past Thor gets his hammer, steals it from Thor of the past to bring it back to the future. And so you see Thor's hammer just fly and you're like, Oh, where's it going? Thor, you know, he's about to get stabbed by Thanos's dagger thing. And then it cuts over to Captain America. He grabs the hammer and the music starts playing the goosebumps rush all over my skin definitely one of the coolest parts in the entire movie and then you just see captain america start dual wielding i think it's like mjolnir and the shield and he just is smacking the shield off of him throwing the hammer it's it's the craziest dual wield i've ever seen one of the coolest parts and then eventually captain he kind of gets beat and then thanos is like all right i wasn't going to do this but now i'm going to i'm going to blow up earth right now right in front of you guys his whole army comes out of the ship they start coming towards him captain america gets up his shield it's broken in half it's been shattered by thanos punching at it gets up and then in the calm in his in his little earpiece you hear on your left and that is a reference back to captain america the winter soldier when he was running with falcon the guy who, who played falcon And he, in the very beginning scenes when they're running around DC and captain would always say on your left. Well, lo and behold, portal opens up Falcon flies out from the left, obviously. And he's like, sorry, I took too long. I don't know what he said, but it it was super cool. And then all these Dr. Strange portals start opening up and people from literally every Marvel movie just start popping up left and right. You have... Spider Man, he's back. More goosebumps. You have Valkyrie on her Pegasus. More goosebumps. You have, literally, like you have Howard the Duck from the cameos in uh, Gardens of the Galaxy. You have I I can't even think of who to name because there's so many people I could name, but you have everybody who disappeared because you got to remember when Hulk snapped his finger, he brought everybody back. So it just took some time for them to get the portals going so they could all come over and smack Thanos's army. So everybody comes up Black Panther, he starts going, you know, the 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 Wakanda Chan and people start yelling and then it's full force. People start shooting stuff. Uh, it's crazy. It's 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 a very entertaining fight scene, battle. It's an, it's insane. And so a lot of stuff happens and I do have to I have to point out there's there's this part so what they have to do they have to get the gauntlet that Hulk used to snap people back into existence to the van to the quantum well machine that Ant-Man came out of originally because the the big one was destroyed when Thanos popped out of the time machine with his giant ship. So I have to get to this tiny one that's on the other side of the battlefield behind Thanos's army, so they can send the stones back and put them back in place so that the time isn't you know put out of place or whatever. And so Ant-Man and the boss, they go to the to the car the minivan on the other side of the battlefield and they start working on things and so then there's this huge huge game of like keep keep the flag away or whatever it is when you, you, you they're just spider-man's taking this gauntlet and he's running through people he passes it on to to black panther there a bunch of people are just carrying this gauntlet they're actually hawkeye starts with it then he throws it to black panther black panther goes for a little bit and then he throws it to spider-man and spider-man goes for a little bit he jumps on the pegasus and then captain marvel shows up she's like here i'll take it captain marvel so she makes an appearance let me tell you she straight up this this the giant thanos ship it comes to the point where thanos is just like yeah just start shooting stuff at him i don't care if our people die we just need to blow them all up and then it starts shooting people start dying and then captain marvel comes up literally just flies through the ship like it's a stick of butter goes around a couple times says it's good ship blows up then she pops out and she's like, "Okay, let me take that gauntlet. I'm gonna get to the to the van with the time machine or whatever." Takes the gauntlet. She starts going with all the other female superheroes. It's a whole girl power moment, and they go straight to the to the minivan. And I, I there's a little. I, I don't know if I, I saw the movie over a month ago, but I'm pr- I'm pretty sure I, there's a mistake. And I think I I saw the movie twice, so I'm pretty confident I saw this twice where when it's either when Black Panther or Captain Marvel are, are bringing the gauntlet to the minivan on the other side of the, the map, you see in the background a giant Ant-Man punching one of the the scaly alien monsters from the first Avengers. And that giant Ant-Man should not be where he's at, because previously him and the WAFs, they went to the minivan to work on the, the Quantum Realm time machine. So... I'm pretty sure that giant Ant-Man in the in the background, when Black Panther or one of those guys are carrying the the gauntlet to the minivan, he shouldn't have been there. If you see the movie and you see that part, let me know. Or you actually don't let me know, but just just look for that. I think that happens. Anyway, they get. She's about to get the the the, the Infinity Stones, the gauntlet to the minivan. Then Thanos comes out nowhere, punches her. She goes flying, and then Captain Marvel and. And Thanos, they duke it out for a little bit. And a couple other people, they duke it out with Thanos. And then Thanos, he gets the gauntlet, the the Iron Man gauntlet, puts it on his hand. It conveniently fits his hand just like it did Hulk. He's getting ready to snap. And then Captain Marvel comes back out of nowhere, grabs his thumb. And she's like, yeah, that's not happening. She starts fighting him. Then Thanos takes the Power Stone, rips it out of the Iron Man and Infinity Stone Iron Man suit hand glove rips the power stone out of it, power punches Captain Marvel. She goes flying. And then at this point, Iron Man, he's been consistently asking Dr. Strange, he's like, you said there's only one possibility, one, one scenario where we win. Is this it? And Dr. Strange is like, hey, I can't tell you because if I tell you, it's not going to happen. So it gets to the point where Thanos is about to put that power stone back in his Iron Man glove And snap everybody out of existence. And Iron Man, he looks over to Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange puts up the one finger. And he's like, hey, this is it, bud. So then you see Iron Man. He starts duking it out with Thanos. And obviously, you know, it's Iron Man. Thanos is wearing Iron Man's tech. So, you know, Iron Man does does some fist-to-fist combat with Thanos. And then he gets flown a couple feet. Thanos is like, all right, I'm snapping. Snaps. Nothing happens, and then it cuts to Iron Man, and you see his—he's holding up his right arm, and you just see the Infinity Stones just crawling up his arm into like a mini Infinity Iron Man glove gauntlet, and the the power stones they just rush through his armor. It's super cool, and then he goes, "I am Iron Man." Snap, Thanos army gone that is that was i'm actually getting goosebumps from it right now just talking about that was one of the craziest just moments in a movie i've i've ever seen and it's really cool because they connect it with earlier in the movie where when they find thanos being a little farm boy when they when they find him the first time and he's destroyed the stone he goes i am inevitable and then right before thanos snapped the second time with the with the Iron Man gauntlet glove, he says, I'm inevitable. And then, you know, Tony Stark, he's got the, he's got the stones and he goes, well, I'm Iron Man guy snaps. And this is, this is when it brings two, two more questions into, into play. The first one being when those infinity stones go into Iron Man's hand. Well, we all saw what, what it did to Hulk. I mean, his whole arm just turned, it got charred. It became black and shriveled. And then Iron Man, he's just chilling there with these stones in his hand. Nothing going on with his arms. So that's the first question of, like, what what what's going on there? But then there's the whole question, which I talked about earlier, is just the snapping. Is, is it just a willpower snap? Because he snaps, and then just the Thanos army disappears. Nobody else, I don't know if he was just thinking, hey, I want Thanos and his, his goons away. Snap, there they go. I don't know. So that just brings the question of what the who decides what the snap does very very interesting topic there anyway so thanos his army gets snap out snapped out of existence and then it's you get the sad the sad part where uh, war machine he talks to the to dying tony stark and then Peter Parker, he talks to dying Tony Stark, and then Pepper Potts, she says goodbye, and she's like, "Hey, it's all right. You're allowed. You you you've done your part. You leave now." And tearjerker, you know, you're crying all over, and then he dies. Sad. It's it's pretty sad. And then it it goes cuts a couple days or whatever into the future. <laughs> yeah, it's not a five year jump, but it's a couple days, and you're at Tony's funeral. Pretty upsetting. And then it gets to the point where they need to put the stones back in place. Because like I said earlier to not mess up a timeline, they have to put the stones back where they found them. And so captain America is the guy appointed the mission. And so he goes back, he has his hammer. He has the, the stones goes back. And then when he's supposed to come back, he's supposed to be gone for five seconds and then, pop back up. It's that since the time's different 5 seconds is like 5 years, I don't know. Exactly, but he's supposed to come back after 5 seconds and he doesn't. And then Bucky and, and Falcon they look over and they see old man Captain America sitting on the bench. They're like, "Hey. So what what when what, what happened?" And he's like, "Well, I had a I got a wife and so clearly he married Peggy, the person who he wanted to have that first dance with and always liked back from the first movie. And he hooked up with Peggy. They got married, happy ending for him. And then that brings in more interesting plot hole questions of whether or not. So, so I did read an article where the director said, now that since he went back in time and married Peggy, that opened up another split, split off timeline. And so that split off timeline probably means Tony Stark's still alive, probably means Black Widow's still alive, probably means a lot of things. And this is why I don't like time travel. I've never, I'm never, i never a fan of movies that try to do time travel. And although Avengers did it very well, it still leaves a mess. I, I think it still leaves a mess. So anyway, Cap, old Captain America, gives his shield to Falcon. He's like, you be the new Captain America. This is for you. So Falcon takes his shield. He's like, all right. Old Captain America, we're assuming he, he dies at some point. He's not going to play a role anymore because he's old, so there's that. But then it cuts to the part where Fat Thor, he's joining the Guardians of the Galaxy, and they're looking for old Gamora. So another time travel mess around, where when Thanos and his giant ship from 2014 came to the future, he also brought 2014 Gamora. And if you remember in Infinity War, Gamora was killed, or newer Gamora was killed by Thanos— so now there's old Gamora in the future new world. And so Peter Quill and his Guardians of the Galaxy are going to go looking for old Gamora who has no recollection of knowing Peter Quill and the Gardens of the Galaxy. So Thor, he joins them. He makes Valkyrie the king, the queen of Asgard, new Asgard. It looks like it was in New Zealand. I don't know. But he joins them. And so that sets up what could be a really fun and interesting Guardians of the Galaxy Vol. 3 movie with James Gunn back at the helm directing. I'm, I I think that could be a really good film. But then it, it brings another aspect of what I don't like with time travel where they're looking for a person. Once they find her, all the events that happened previously, the character-building events with Gamora and Quill, they're just thrown, thrown in the garbage. Those didn't happen, so then they have to rebuild her. It's just time travel's never... It's never really done well. I don't think it is. I can't really think of many movies it happens in, but the few movies that does happen in, it's never really done too well. So I I I just wasn't too thrilled with the time travel part of the movie. But overall overall, final conclusion, I thought Endgame was a pretty solid film. I think it it's either second or number one now in most grossing film ever. In the world, which is pretty cool. I, I hope it's number one because I I never really liked the Avatar movie, which was number one for a good good long time. But it's it's made a lot of money. It's been hugely successful. So there there has to be it, it has to be somewhat decent if it's going to be that good, right? If it's going to make that much money, there has to be some good qualities of the movie. And there definitely were the the jokes were good. Overall, the plot was pretty good. So. Action sequences were good. I am happy that they did kill off who they killed off. Iron Man, Captain America, and Black Widow. I th- Now I, I do, like I stated earlier, how they can do the whole time travel. Oh, there's a different alternate split-off timeline, so all three of them are alive. I hope they don't do something like that. I think they're going to do that with Loki because there's going to be a Loki TV show. So Loki, 2012 Loki from... Avengers, he's probably going to be chilling out there somewhere. So, the, the yeah, the whole time travel thing, it sets up a lot of different interesting things. And a lot of people are saying that could be Marvel trying to introduce Fantastic Four and X-Men into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Could be trying to do that. So it does open up a lot of opportunities for Marvel to to dive into, but it also just makes it a whole mess. That's kind It's kind of like the X-Men movies, where they do all this time jumping, time traveling, and it's just... Pretty messy. Also, that's the same with the terminator, terminator movies. They do all the time time travel and time jumping and it just creates a mess. So but the Marvel, the Marvel time travel mess is one of the better messes. So hopefully they can clean it up a little more and explain a few more unanswered questions so we can all understand what they're doing. Anyway, that was my that was my review of Marvel's Avengers. The Endgame's the film. So, I hope you all enjoyed it. I, I thought it was a pretty great movie. Not the best Marvel movie. I still really like Guardians of the Galaxy. I like the first Avengers. I like Thor Ragnarok. So I still have a couple movies ranked above it, but overall, it was a great movie. If you haven't seen it, I would recommend it. By, I mean, if you haven't seen it by now, there's something going on. So Either you don't care or you're really lazy, so... If you're really lazy, get up and go see it. If you don't care, well, all right then. Anyway, I hope you all enjoyed today's episode, and I hope you're looking forward to the next coming of weeks of episodes because we're getting back onto that consistent schedule, all right? So hope you all enjoyed the episode. If you did, like it, subscribe to it, give it a star, give it a favor. Share it with your friends, anyone you know. Let them know. And thank you. Goodbye.